one of these, one of the things I like uh, the most about this podcast is it really transcends time for us because as we record this episode today, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is episode 10. Whoa. Uh, which is crazy, right? I know. Double which digits. Is we're about a, we're, we're a month ahead of ourselves in terms of recording time. Very nice. Yeah. So as when, when, when people hear this episode, it'll, it'll, this is going to come out, I think on August 10th. Okay. Okay. So think about, think about what your life is going to look like on August 10th. Okay. I, I really, I hope it's better. I really do. You I know, hope it's, I hope it still exists. <laughs> there's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. It's hard to find a new co-host. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, if I'm, if I'm not here, like we're probably all not here, you know, like I'm not going anywhere, but if like you think that the only way that you die is if the world dies. Well, yeah. I mean like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm young and young and virile. Yeah. You're older than me. Yeah. So I mean, you, so what if you're not here? Oh yeah. Then you're definitely gone. Yeah. I'm clear. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So put yourself into August 10th mode. Mm, okay. It's when hot. I tell you. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> now, but worse is how that is. And I want you to picture this setting. Ready? Mm-hmm. Memphis. Ah. <laughs> Not a good reaction because, you know, like two weeks after this episode comes out, we're going to be in Memphis. Is it that late? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so August in Memphis. So is that going to be your attitude when we're actually visiting Memphis? Yeah, for a lot of the time, yes. Until <laughs> <laughs> we step out of the hotel. Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah. I will remind you that you had your bachelor party in New Orleans in, mm-hmm. I want to say, July? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... Uh, is that the right month? Let's call it, let's call it the high season. It was, <laughs> it was the highest temperature and humidity I've ever felt in my life. Mm-hmm. So let's, um, you know, this will be better than that. But I wanted to find a ghost story that was... Um, Something that uh, might haunt you in person. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Oh, like come to the house? Not to your house, but oh. you could go to its house. Oh, okay. 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 So we'll be in Memphis mm-hmm. and there's a house in Memphis called the Hunt Phelan house. Mm. Is it near Graceland? It's not near. It's not very near Graceland, but uh. you know what it is near? Mm. Beale Street. It's just off Beale oh, Street. Okay. And remember last time we were at Memphis? For events that won't be named. <laughs> um, we were at some bars down there, right? Remember that? I remember. It was very cool. We we went to Memphis for January. Yeah, in January for for yeah. uh that event. Oh, and it, it was uh <laughs> I don't know whether August is any better. I really don't. Well, I don't think January's the um the 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 busy season I remember. for Memphis. I'll say that. Yeah. I don't recall having a hard time finding a hotel room. Um, yeah, and I do recall having a hard time finding some some bars were closed because it was like this January, so don't yeah. don't come over here. It was it was good training for the uh, for the pandemic. Yeah, I think, we really. all migrate for these few months, so just don't <laughs> come here. Yeah, but that that area where we were kind of uh, hanging out on Beale Street, if you walk east about ten minutes by foot, so pretty close from downtown, yeah, you will find. What? No, it gets what? it gets it gets a little dicey. That's what I'm saying. It gets you know even ten minutes, even like maybe like one minute. <laughs> really? What a white person thing <laughs> to just, say. What it is gets this dicey. white it nonsense? Gets dicey. It does. 
That was, you don't know that is still the case though. That was, what year was that? That was 2000 and (laughs) 11. Yes. I'm sure that, yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm actually, I mean, only good things have happened to Tennessee in the last 10 years. So I'm sure. I think it's possible. (laughs) It's possible. Anyway. So if you walk 10 minutes east of downtown, you Mm -hmm. will find the Hunt Phelan house and the Hunt Phelan house is a mansion. And, uh, you'll, you're a, as a student of, of architecture, (laughs) you'll be happy though. It's a classic example of, of antebellum architecture. Okay. That means pre-war. Oh, okay. You know that or not. I thought it was like, mm-hmm. like, like a, I thought it was a medicine thing. <clears throat> nope. It's a, it's, well, there was, it is, it is tied to medicine in the sense that antebellum times their medicine was like, was it like um, a saw? Laudanum. <laughs> <laughs> Laudanum. Iodine. Certain Take this leeches. liquid cocaine mixed with iodine yeah. and it's going to be really good. Man. It's uh, it's a, it's a beautiful house. It sits on five acres of land, which, mm-hmm. you know, is not like massive amounts of land, but for, Memphis, like a city, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Still, right? Yeah. It's set back off the road a bit. It's protected by a high iron gate and some sprawling green lawns. It's um, it's a really nice, really nice space. Nice. It digs. does sound nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go there? Uh, I sure. I mean, we're gonna have a lot of a lot of time to kill, so we will. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you about this house. All right, the Hunt Phelan House was built in 1828 by a man named George H. Wyatt. Now, mm-hmm. I would. I will pay you a thousand dollars of my mm. own money if you can on the first try correctly spell the last name Wyatt in the way that this man spells it. <laughs> so mystery Wyatt spelling. Um, I'm I'm still gonna go with a W to start with. Let me know when I've lost my way. I will not. I'm not gonna. I'm. This is. I'm gonna keep a straight face until you're done. No hints because a thousand dollars of my money's on the line. And I didn't ask Aaron if that was okay. So I, <laughs> I can't give you any help. Um, okay. So W I'm going to guess. I mean, the, like the dumb answer would be, you know, W Y A T T. I'm not going to go with that. We're going to go with an H and then I'm going to go with an A and then a Y and then an I T T W H A Y I tt final answer i don't like how close you are i like that you got it wrong (laughs) you added all the right extra letters just in the wrong spots you got almost you got a lot of the right extra letters uh w h c man yeah so far so good w h y e t t Mm -hmm. oh that's very close god i had that money spent too George H. Wyatt uh, built the house in 1828, and it's, you know, it's a nice house. And he, it changes hands a couple times before it's finally purchased by Eli and Julia Driver in the year of our Lord, 1850. Okay. I mean, okay. so, so uh, how many years go by here? And it, and it changes like hands? 20. So, okay, so 20 only, years. Well, it changed hands twice. <laughs> Wyatt sold it to one person, that one person sold it to Driver. Yeah. I mean, like back in those days, you know, generally you buy a house because that's a house you're going to like give to your children, your children's children, and you're all going to die in the house. It is is strange, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the drivers took over the house. They made some additions. They, they built on a two story kitchen, which I don't even know what that means. (laughs) What would you do with the second story in your kitchen? Have you, so I, I've been to a two story McDonald's before and it was, (laughs) it was, it was extremely stupid. It was, I mean, like, I don't need that. It's like, Oh, you want fries? The fries are upstairs. 
But uh, that does that that can't possibly be yeah, a, this a true story. <laughs> this isn't helping anybody here. Sure, two story kitchen. I don't know what is on the upstairs level of the kitchen, and they had like a new service wing, which you know, service was a was a it's a that's a genteel term for for the, the way that people as we as I think we've we've discussed enough on this podcast. They added. They also add. Oh, they all you'll like this. They also added ionic columns to the front. Oh, ionic columns. I mean, yeah, that's that's my favorite of the columns. It's second. Second would be Doric, obviously, but Ionic sure, is sure, of uh, course. yeah. yeah. Ionic's um, pretty good though. Yeah, Ionic good. is really where you want to start. <laughs> I like that you remember Doric. That's very good. I, and 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 after Doric, I remember zero of them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't remember Doric, but when you said it, it did spark memory in me. So mm-hmm. I I'm counting it. Okay, good. I had to reach for it. That's fine. I was expecting an ironic joke, uh, like about ironic columns. So you, you took it, you went the the highbrow route, which I think is really good for this podcast. We need that. Had to happen eventually. So anyway, so they, 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 they make all these additions and then they do what you suggested. They fix it all up and they add on to it and then they turn it over to their daughter, Sarah. Makes so sense. This is going to be yours for you to live in. And mm-hmm. Sarah was married to uh, a young man named William Hunt. Mm-hmm. So the Hunt Feeling Mansion gets passed on to William Hunt because they gave it to their daughter, but like you don't really give it to your daughter because <laughs> yeah. women, am I right? Mm-hmm. Uh, second class citizens for sure. And so her husband gets to name it. It's so stupid. <laughs> so it's. <clears throat> So William Hunt and his wife, Sarah, now own this house. Now, William was a land surveyor. Okay. I, I'm not entirely sure what that means. I thought you would say that you, you know, we come up, I'll say this. In the in the now 10 weeks that we've been recording this podcast, mm-hmm. there are, like, every single time I think, well, Patrick's an engineer. He'll know what this means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every single time <laughs> you have said, I don't know what that means. Well, I mean, it, it is a little more, uh, a little bit better content. If I have you explain it, even if I do have like a vague idea, I can also just. Oh, get, sure. Oh, I, yeah. I can yeah, also yeah. get I can also. You know what? You know what? For your sake, I'm going to guess mm-hmm. land surveyor. Okay. okay. He's a guy. Mm-hmm. He he goes if around you say surveys land. I will just. I'm he goes. Just no, no, no. I, I'm going to be much more specific. He goes around mm-hmm. on contract and he and he uh, and he goes to someone's land. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And he kind of, mm-hmm. and he gets up the glasses, you know, like, like the, the long binoculars. Wait, I'm sorry, which glasses? The long, oh, the, binoculars. the long, you know, like the long binoculars, you know, like with, with well, you both, said sorry, binoculars, with but then you're saying like the one you're holding a hand over one eye, which makes me think you're thinking like a telescope. Yeah, I was scratching something, but yeah, I meant two eyes. Yeah. So, oh yeah. yeah okay. So, and he, you know, he kind of looks it all over and he kind of, and then he gives it and he like grades it. He's like, you know, like this is a A plus. A, yeah. A plus. A minus. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't like that spot over there. It looks a little wet. A minus. So um and then i base- don't like that oh go ahead sorry i thought <laughs> no i'm not done i thought you were done please continue <laughs> no, I'm definitely not done so then after this he has to go back to the to the county and turn in his notes and say who has good land and who has bad land and then the county okay. charges taxes based on what's good land and what's bad land and that's why montana is called the badlands mm-hmm. state yep because um, it all sucks because yeah the surveyor went up there and was like bad land mm-hmm. look at all these look at all these okay. holes there's holes mm-hmm. everywhere Nobody wants bad that. land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not even going to look. That. I'm not even going to look up what no, Lancer actually does. Should. It's probably very close to should. that. Yeah. I would assume it's almost exactly that. Yeah. Mm. You're probably right. You work in. You work on machinery that, like I, earth movers, right? Like 
things that dig into the earth it's, and stuff. It, it moves. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can mm-hmm. move earth. Yeah. Stuff can move. Okay. Earth. Yeah. So you, the, the work that you do in your professional life that pays your, your salary, that's very closely related to, to the job of a land surveyor. Incorrect. Right. No, not, I not even close. I that's, don't. that's I think hence it is. my guessing. Okay. <clears throat> it's weird that you're wrong and you're in that position. <laughs> professionally speaking (laughs) anyway so uh william hunt was a land surveyor but then 1861 comes around and the civil war starts Mm -hmm. and he is he's he's still a land surveyor but also now he's a colonel in the confederate army oh he's multitasking i don't know well you're making a weird face like and i it's certainly unfortunate that he's a colonel in the confederate army but Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know which way you expected tennessee to go um in the civil war. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's more matter you're, of like, you're here with me in the future and you're looking and you know that that's a Southern state. Sure. It's it, it, the, the, the grimace was more along the lines of like, man, that sounds like a lot of stuff to have to do. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That sounds like a lot. Like, Being a colonel is probably, I don't know. Maybe it's easy. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not an army person. So, I, well, and I guess if your land surveying job just happens to be like the field that you're, you know, killing all these dudes yeah, two on. birds with one stone yeah, exactly oh, like this this is bad land now it was good before yeah, but now it was it's good land really before and now it's yeah. got all these bodies that was bad land this is all the grass is red now it's not good anymore it's bad no it was bad i'm gonna go tell the county yeah <laughs> so so he so the so the civil war starts and um you know we're starting off here memphis is is solidly in confederate territory and confederate army leadership they they see the hunt feeling mansion which I guess at this point is just called the Hunt Mansion, probably. Yeah, where, where, does, where does the other name come in at? It's 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 after the ghost, so it's <laughs> factor is basically not at all in this story. <laughs> so the they see the Hunt Mansion, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Ooh, oh, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's a sure. good spot." And they just go fucking. They go Gaga for this mansion, mm-hmm. and so the Confederates make it their regional headquarters. So it's oh. the head of like of, of area operations for the Confederate army hmm. and they move in and they've got the run of the place for a while. And, uh, you know, William Hunt's like, this is cool. This is, this, you know, this is, this is job security. Yeah. This is networking mm-hmm. and it's, uh, yeah, it's job security. This, this is the original work from home setup is what it is. You know, <laughs> this is great. That's right. Zero commute. You know, I get to do all None. of my, all of my Confederate I gotta stuff. go downstairs. That's it. Yeah, literally. I go downstairs, I take the you know, the big stick and I point at the map and I say, here, 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 and then I and then I just go back to bed. It's not a big deal. Yeah. That's great. I go on my jammies and no one cares. <laughs> so one of the one of the things that the Confederates really liked about this mansion, by the way, was that it did have an escape tunnel. Which is not an important detail for this story, but I do love it. Like, I think if I was going to build like an estate, like a, like an estate, uh-huh. I would love an escape tunnel. Wait, but how, like, where does the escape tunnel go to? I mean, I don't if, know, out back, backyard. But yeah, like, but you're still in the estate. I mean, you, I, I, I would well, think. it could go out like over under the fence. I guess. I'm, I'm watching Better Call Saul right now. And I just watched the, the fifth the fifth season, which is the mm-hmm. second to last one. And okay. I guess spoiler alert, if no one, if, if, if anyone cares about that, mm-hmm. um, but the, there's an escape tunnel in the last episode of the fifth season that really comes into play, like in a very big way. It really, I mean, it, it's not good for, for the, 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 our heroes, but it, it really saves the bacon of, um, of the bad guy. Uh, so I could see where you would want that. Okay. 
I guess. I know. Really? It, 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 I mean, it just, it seems like, like it's very, very sketchy to have an escape tunnel. Like I'm you wouldn't doing, like an escape tunnel. Like if your house was like, here's the house, blah, blah, blah. You mm-hmm. know, the, the way you saw it. Mm-hmm, and right. the, the realtor was like, by the way, if you want optional escape tunnel, no extra charge. Would you take it? <laughs> I mean, I'm not turning it down. I mean, it's all square. Yeah, you're going to take it. It's all of square footage. You're going to take it. It's all square footage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's no, uh, there's no egress window, so it can't be a bedroom, but, but you know, so anyway, so that's a nice thing. I don't know. And if you're like, if you're, if you're, <laughs> if you're the Confederate army and you're like, we're fighting this big union army and we are doing it because we like slavery and it's probably not going to go well for us. Like mm-hmm. we're going to want this escape hatch, right? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. We're going to, we're going to want to be able to escape 30 feet that way and then poke our heads yeah. back up like moles. <laughs> And be scot-free. Well, you got a plan for it. You have to like make a diversion in the main part of the mansion or like maybe the front yard. Yeah. You make a diversion. Right. You send someone out there to be like the big wavy arms, like the guys at the the, the used car lot. And then quietly. everyone's like, what's happening? Yeah. And then quietly 50 dudes inside of the house crawl through this teeny tiny hole and pop up like prairie dogs and run away into the night. You say it like it's a joke, but I think that's exactly sh- the benefit that I, I would like. I bet they used it but. 10 times a week. I really do. <laughs> anyway, so shut up. They love that that tunnel. Okay, so Confederate General Leonidas Polk. Leonidas is a fun name, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, not one that I would like give a child, but, you know. It's fun to say. It's fun to say. Is yeah, it, exactly. Is it, is, it a, is it a Roman thing? It sounds Roman. Is it like one of the Roman? It sounds Roman. It doesn't look Roman. I don't know. I'm maybe. not looking at it, so I don't. <laughs> uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. Let's let's. So Leonidas Polk, he planned the Battle of Corinth, Mississippi, in that mansion. Oh, okay. The famous Battle of Corinth, Mississippi. Mm. I it's it doesn't. I, 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 I it sounds very famous. You know. I assume it went well for them because someone wrote about that, like as a bragging point, like, "Oh, he wrote, he he planned the Battle of Corinth," so it probably. Probably went okay for them. I mean, those guys won like one and a half battles basically the whole time. So, I mean, it's okay. not real student of American history over here. <laughs> I mean, they, they basically like spent the entire war just like talking a big game and come up with this really cool flag and then just getting their asses kicked <laughs> back to the ocean. And then they're like, okay, okay, okay. That was fun for us too, I guess. Let's Sorry. take a second to talk about why you think the Confederate flag is a really cool flag. <laughs> <laughs> I think they thought it was a really cool flag. Uh, I think they were uh, like, man, this uh, is this uh, is this is going to like strike fear in the heart of you know, whoever and then you know, the north came down and they're just like, yeah, this isn't this isn't really doing much for us and they kicked their ass into the ocean and then they're like, okay, fine. We're sorry. But we had a good flag. Yeah. But did you see the flag out? How did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so in uh, so the 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 Confederate Army is using this, and they're having a good old time. But in 1862, like only one year after the the war started, the Union Army comes down to to uh, to Memphis, and they just smack the shit out of the Confederate Army. That's Mostly, interesting. There was this, That's so weird. Like I had not right? expect that. How, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those those northern aggressors came down and just uh, just really took over. There was a big battle on the Mississippi River, and they. Um, the, the Union Army defeated the Confederate ships. It's so funny, too, because you read about the history and they call it the naval battle, which I, you know, I guess makes it's true. It's on water, but like a naval battle in the Mississippi River. I, it, it's so like great. there's a part of me now. 
knowing what I know about um, the utter and suffocating boredom of the 1800s, I would imagine there were people just crowded along the riverbank just watching this. Ooh. You know? oh. oh. I mean, they sp- they spent an inordinate amount of time just running fucking trains into each other to see what would happen. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Pretty I'm sure. sorry, is that? Go back to that. Yes. Is that a thing that That's is real? absolutely a thing. Absolutely. They literally... It was like the wrestling matches of the day. We're just getting two trains. I cannot imagine this is true. Really, really fast. And they would just run them into each other. It was. <laughs> this has to be made you know, up. I've, we will. We, we, maybe, maybe some. Maybe maybe there will be a ghost that originates from <laughs> a uh, from a novelty train wreck. And we will visit not, that someday. We're going to do a second sister podcast. Train, <laughs> train fights. We should really do a podcast that's just like stupid shit they did in the 1800s because they were so goddamn bored all the time. That's what we should do. I would listen to it. Oh, God. Okay, so they have this naval battle in the Mississippi River, and apparently Union, the Union Army just comes down and just hands their hands Confederate asses to them themselves. They, they defeated them so roundly that the Union took over Memphis, like, pretty much without a fight. <laughs> And again, Memphis is like the regional hub for the sure. Confederate Army, yeah. and they just like they just walked in because there has been such decimation on the Mississippi River. Um, there was no house to house combat when they took over Memphis. There was very little bloodshed, apparently, uh, almost no civilian casualties. And then they were like, "Hey, we get this free mansion. That's cool." Oh man, that does nice. sound cool. They like the mansion. They took mm-hmm. the mansion. And now that the Union Army controls the mansion. Some big things happen. Number one, they say, hey, William Hunt and your wife, Sarah, mm-hmm. this is not yours anymore. This is yeah, ours. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah, or you got to go. Like, you don't, it's not a good fit anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not us. It's you. Mm-hmm. Please yep. leave. He has to go. Yeah. Is there a vote? <laughs> this- uh, I, I, I didn't read about one. I don't, I don't think so. So they also, so they, so they kick, they kick William out. And then, you know, who moves in for a little bit? is Union General Ulysses S. Grant. Oh, I like him. Yeah, he's one of the good ones. Yeah. He really liked the mansion. So after the Battle of Shiloh, Grant uh, Grant shows up, and he's like, hey, this is conveniently located. It's got mm-hmm. five acres of land, a nice high iron fence, got ionic columns. <laughs> Love mm-hmm. those. Got an escape, uh, escape hatch. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, so he moves in. He's in there for like a month, basically. Which is not too long, but he's, he's you know, I mean, back then a month the is a he's long got, time. That's you know? true. It could have been an entire lifetime back then. So he's there and rumor has it that he actually played the, the, he planned the battle of Vicksburg while he was there. That, that one is I, a battle I've heard of. That yeah. one I've heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Cause union did stuff better. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the rumor is that he played the battle of Vicksburg while sitting in the, the library and the parlor, mm-hmm. which is, you know. How, it's very clue of him, and I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I bet the Confederates are like, why did we leave all the maps? <laughs> should not have we, left the maps. We, we <laughs> should have just burned that map. fucking place to the ground. <laughs> I left the maps. I left the little, like, Monopoly guy with the horse on it. That, oh, man, I left That's everything That's my lucky there. piece. That's mm-hmm. my lucky piece. That's why we lost the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Jefferson Davis is like, this is why we lost, because I left my my little horse. I'm like, ah. <laughs> So, so this is, so the, so, you, so this, everything's going well now for the union civil war obviously continues for a few years between 1863 and 1865, which is when the, the civil war ended. The mm-hmm. mansion was used as a hospital for union soldiers. Oh, so they nice. move out and like, this is a place for them to recuperate. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was more of a convalescence home, I think, than a hospital. And they also used it to house teachers to teach folks who were newly freed slaves oh. if they wanted to swing by and. You know, start learning um, 
things. Yeah, a lot of positivity here. I like it. Yeah, it's nice. Then the Civil War ends. The Union Army has no more need for the mansion because there is no more Union Army. Okay. I mean, it's still a cool mansion, though, it sounds like. And I mean, I know it's still a cool mansion. I would have like, definitely kept it. Like, what are they going to do? They're going to come back and be like, I'd like my mansion back. Like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Confederate guy. I don't think you deserve well, this mansion back. This is an interesting little point. So I, I, I've been looking at a few different sources for this story. And one of them said, and so, okay, we'll start here. The, after the war is over, the president of the United States returns the mansion to the original owners to oh, William okay. Hunt, I Confederate guess it, soldier. Yeah. So the boss says you gotta okay. do it. You're like, okay, fine. Boss boss says you says, do it. Yeah. Now I was reading one, <laughs> there are a few different accounts of this. One of the accounts said that it was returned by Andrew Jackson, which I don't know much about history, but I do know that Andrew Jackson was like an earlier president, mm-hmm. definitely pre-civil war. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, that, that feels wrong because he's not president then, but it does feel it's got very strong Andrew Jackson energy to be like, Hey, Confederate soldier, you take your house back. <laughs> you know, that feels like a thing he would have done. Uh, but it was president Andrew Johnson. Okay. Who was the the first president after the civil war. You see the confusion, but um, obviously strong Andrew Jackson energy and giving it back to the enemy who is racist and hates people. I bet, I bet that whole, like that whole escape uh, escape tunnel. I, I bet it was in pretty bad shape by that point. Oh, it's you well know. worn. Yeah. I think at this point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's back to the hunts. The hunts have it again. And they are like, you know what? This is great. Now I, it's so weird to think about that. We, this person was a Colonel in the Confederate army in the civil war. And after it's over, they're like, here's your mansion back, dude. And he's like, mm. cool. This is great. That's great. Oh, back to my mansion. Yeah. The, the mansion where, where the mansion where my demise was orchestrated, let me just go back to living in here yeah. and chilling. Sure. It's a good reminder that reconstruction worked for some people. <laughs> not all, maybe not all people. Yeah. But some uh, folks got their mansions well. back. Some yeah. folks endured a century <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> of intolerance. Okay. That's right. Now fast forward almost a decade to 1873. Mm-hmm. The hunts are living in the mansion they're having a good life they have now they have servants who are not slaves Mm -hmm. presumably yeah and there's a deadly outbreak of yellow fever along the mississippi river oh no now you know because you've been to memphis Mm -hmm. memphis is very close to the mississippi river yeah some would say it's on the mississippi river yeah now this mansion is you know it's it's a little ways inland so I, I don't know how yellow fever works. I don't I don't know if it's like bound to water. <laughs> I assume not because uh, because that would just it would make no sense for them to leave if it was like can't get us. It, the water's so far away. You know what I'm saying? It probably yellow fever probably can can go beyond water. Do you, is what I decided. Do you have to drink from the river? That, that's the that's the big question. Are you know. drinking from the river at this point? I don't know. I don't know. Because if you if you drink from the river and all you get is one fever from it, that's really not that bad. I mean, that's... Yeah, you, I, I've yeah. had a fever. I yeah. had a fever yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feeling great now. Yeah. Well, the river's, <laughs> so like, the river's like cleaner up here, so you can drink from it as much as you want and only get one fever. Oh, that's but true. down there, it's like one fever's doing real good. Yeah, in St. Louis, you have all these people like peeing into the river. So mm-hmm. by the time it gets down to Memphis, it's like, ugh. Oh, this is like so, mostly so, pee now. It's a latrine down there. Yeah. 
Hence the yellow fever. So yeah. the Mississippi River Basin in Memphis is like the, the trough bathrooms at uh, Wrigley Field. Oh, man. Now you make me all nostalgic. Did, did, so, <laughs> so did, did I tell you, so I, I got I got tickets to Wrigley when we lived up there. Yeah, I, I went there a couple of times, you know, to see the cards when they were in yeah. town. And sure. uh, <clears throat> remember when they were going to be redoing Wrigley, they mm-hmm. sent like a questionnaire out to everybody that had bought tickets. It was like, oh, hey, you know, um, what, uh, you know, we, we want to get everyone's input on, on, you know, what we need to be doing to make it better for families and blah, 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 blah. And I have I, one and only one idea. Mm. Get rid of the troughs. Yeah. I literally, I went down and like, I really had such a strong distaste for, for Wrigley in general. It's, it's like a big concrete bathroom that you watch a, that you watch a baseball game in. Um, yeah. And I literally went down the whole questionnaire and just filled in the worst possible answers for everything. I mean, it was just, okay. you know in some effort to um to throw them off and i remember in the write-in <laughs> portion i wrote in big letters please don't ever get rid of the troughs in the male bathroom <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough when, when they came out with their big with their big redesign plan they said something along the lines of and, and don't worry we're not getting rid of all of the uh the old nostalgia we're I keeping swear the- to god <laughs> I swear to God, Patrick, now that I'm back in Chicago, it's the only place I can watch Cardinal baseball is at Wrigley Field. And if I ever find out that it is because of you and only you that they kept the troughs, I will, I will, you will be the next ghost that we talk about in this podcast. It is the, it is the worst urinary experience I can possibly imagine. And I can imagine some really bad urinary experiences. There's literally one place in North America where they were like, you know what? We don't need all separate things to pee into. Let's just all crowd in as tight as we possibly can. And the drunker you get, the tighter let's squeeze in and let's mm-hmm. all pee into a sink together, you know? And let's do it on two sides of a wall <laughs> that you can see over so you can stare into the eyes of another man while you're both emptying yourself into the same big sink. Oh, man. It's just, it doesn't get much better. It really doesn't. We've got enough topic. Okay. (laughs) I just, I do want you to know that if I ever learned that you had anything actually to do with this. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just impressed that they were listening that closely and that accurately to what I, what I asked them to do. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, Ricketts, Ricketts, that's family. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ricketts. Yeah. God, they suck. Worst family in America. (laughs) <laughs> and that, yeah. boy, that, that's saying something, huh? <laughs> oh boy, what were we talking about? Um, ghosts. Uh, yeah, ghost. Yeah, Have yeah. We yeah, got into ghost. the ghost yet? No. Yeah, it was ghost. <laughs> oh, no ghost. Okay. Well, we're almost there. So there's a deadly outbreak of yellow fever along the Mississippi, and the Hunt family. You know, William Hunt, like. I, they're pretty wealthy. They own a big mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're gifted by, father. so they, you know, they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to leave. Because uh, yellow fever is like, it's like bees. If you can run away from it, if yeah. you go fast enough. So yeah, th- yeah it's, it, this is, this is like the, like the COVID response of all the guys that like yes. flew into Lake Tahoe and just yeah. sat in the cabin for six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You get the vibe. I, I, I so, understand that vibe very, very clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know what? There's yellow fever here. It's decimating everyone. We do have resources to maybe, I don't know, help out. Like this house has literally been a hospital before, mm-hmm. but you know what? Instead, we're just going to leave uh, and not help anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all sounds extremely cool. familiar. Very, very familiar. Yeah. 
Yep. So they head out. So they, and they go so fast. I, I guess, I don't know. Yellow fever. I guess it, maybe it spreads quickly. Mm. I'm not a I mean, student of history. I don't know if that's come through in this podcast before, but mm. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, I, I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. Sure. Sure. Well, we're going to say for the, for the, <laughs> for the sake of this narrative, we're going to say, yes, it spreads so fast. They were terrified and they had to, they had to get it. They had to get out really quickly. Mm-hmm. So they left so quickly. They didn't uh, have time to like pack all their belongings or, you know, bring all their belongings like with them. The, yeah. So they, again, they probably left the maps. They left the little horse. They left like the pokey thing. So yeah, <laughs> they probably did. I'll tell you what else they left. A chest filled with gold. Oh my God. These are the stupidest people. Now, if there is one thing that I grab when I, when I leave my estate, it's the chest filled with gold. Uh-huh. If there's a second thing I grab, it's I, my children, I guess, and, yeah. and my family. But first is going to be that chest of gold. Yeah. And, they, and they're like, oh, you know, leave that there. The house is burning down. This is literally why we have this house is because of this big chest of gold. So let's yes, bring it exactly. with us. You know. Yeah. We're going to lose the house and we're going to lose the chest of gold. Uh-huh. I do not think so. Yeah. I do not think so. So they elect, so, they like to leave all of their life savings behind in the home that also constitutes the rest of their livelihood so they can outrun the yellow fever. Yeah, it's, every it's, asset we have, we're just going to leave here mm-hmm. so we can just run away from yellow I'm fever. I'm sure it'll be cool. Just like last time we left this house. <laughs> <laughs> Everything worked out great. He was like, come on back. Here's your yellow, here's your chest of gold back. Yeah. So they, they, that's, that's the big thing they leave. I'm sure they left other stuff too. That's like the big thing. But the other thing, the other, I guess, kind of asset they left behind was their servants, which sucks, man. <laughs> that's like, that sucks. So well, we're going to leave because there's yellow fever coming, but why don't you all stay and take care of the house while we're gone? Also, um, we left but, all the gold. Have fun, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did have a conversation about the gold. Mm-hmm. And they entrusted one of their longtime servants. Oh, who they, they they trusted very very uh, with 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 I, not their lives apparently because they left, but yeah, um, with all their wealth. They said, "Look, we're leaving. We need you to bury this chest of gold so that no one will find it and steal it." <laughs> and when I read that the first time, I was like, "This is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, this can't be real." But I did some more digging, and. Apparently, like in Revolutionary War and Civil War and the War of 1812, like all these early American wars, this was actually a really common practice. Like people would bury their their wealth in, you know, their own on their property so they could so people wouldn't come, like come to your house and raid it, which I guess makes sense because, you know, already from what we know of this house, it's changed hands from several owners to the Confederate Army, to the Union Army, back mm. to the, you know, this other guy. So I, I guess it makes sense. But apparently this was not an uncommon thing, mm. even though it sounds batshit crazy. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they told him to go bury this, uh, this chest of gold so that when they come back, they can get it back. But, like, while they're gone, if their house gets ransacked, mm-hmm. then, you know, it won't get stolen. Which, yeah. I, I, again, like, why don't, just take it with you. Yeah. Although I guess it's probably heavy. I get like I'm thinking gold is one gold of those things where heavy. yeah if, if I think it's one of those things where if you have so much of it that it's too heavy for you to carry with you <laughs> maybe you have different problems you know that's true I mean that's true I'd imagine like enough gold that you can carry is probably more than enough gold to get you by till the end of your days and if yeah. it's like oh this is like this is 10 times more than I could ever carry my whole life hmm let's think about I mean, that especially for a in the late 1800s like yeah. 
you've got at any given point in your life, you have five good years left. Yeah. It doesn't matter you know, <laughs> however old you are. It's, you know, you don't need that much money, but I don't know. So they, so they leave the gold and they tell the, the servant to like, just go bury this. Do us one, do us a solid, go mm-hmm. bury this somewhere in the yard. Um, and they leave. Fast forward a bit. The yellow fever has died out. And so now these rich people think, Oh, thank goodness. We can go home again to our mm-hmm. mansion. They return to their mansion. The hunts return to their mansion and they go in and they find their poor servant dead in his bed. Oh, I don't know how long he's been dead. I was going to say like if they've been gone for a while, that's, that's a pretty wide window right there. It's probably not a great mm. scene, right? Yeah. Either way. Um, and you know, they're probably a little concerned about him, but mostly they're concerned about their gold. Obviously. Like, well, did he bury it? Do Fortunately for them. Yeah. So, well, he's in a sense, he did Patrick. That's a really good, that's uh, a really good question. He died with his boots on his feet and they were covered in mud. Okay. And next to the bed was a shovel also covered in mud. Okay. Okay. Did, 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 so did it describe the manner of his death? Was it like just exhaustion? Was he like, oh shit, I heard they're coming back. I gotta go bury this stuff. They did not, they did not uh, say why he, why, what the, what the, what the manner of death was, but they come back and they find him thusly and they mm-hmm. think, well, thank God he buried the gold and they leave the room immediately because they don't care about him anymore. It probably smells awful in there, by the way. I can't imagine. Yep. It must smell so bad. But they feel really happy that he buried the gold. So they go out and they search. They search and they search. They dig up every inch of their five acres. Hmm. They cannot find the gold. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> the, fir- the, uh, the first work we've ever done in our entire life. Is to try and dig up our gold, and we can't I find can't the shit. I can't imagine they actually dug it up. I'm sure yeah. they had other servants. Yeah, like, like, point, like, dig there now. There. Now dig over there. There. Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> uh, they didn't find the gold. And they never found the gold. Hmm. They died without ever finding the gold. And so since then, the house has passed hands again. Once to a, a uh, someone who worked for Standard Oil, which is a big deal. His name was mm-hmm. Phelan. So that's mm-hmm. a Hunt Phelan house. Sounds that's where that one comes into play. But ever since uh, since since this time, people will see a shadowy figure around the grounds. And it is a figure, the ghost, if you will, mm-hmm. of the servant of the hunts. Mm-hmm. They will see a ghost. And every time this ghost is seen, it's desperately trying to get people's attention, like waving its arms, like waving them over. Ugh. And I mean... If you see, I know you don't, you're not like all into ghosts, but mm-hmm. if you, let's, let's pretend you saw a ghost, right? right? Yeah. yeah. If it was like, come <clears throat> here, come here, come here. Mm-hmm. Hey, over here with yeah. me, with me. Yeah. Do you think you would just run to it? No, that would be this probably literally the scariest thing I could see a ghost do would be like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scarier than like holding a knife is like, Hey, come over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking coming over there. Absolutely not. <laughs> I need your help. I need ghost help. No, I don't. I don't. I (laughs) don't even know how to help you, ghost. I have to leave here. So there is a ghost now. The ghost, the the servant, the ghost of the servant still appears around the grounds. Mm -hmm. And when he is seen, he is like beckoning people over, trying frantically to get their attention. Mm -hmm. And it's believed that, of course, he's trying to get someone to find to find that fucking gold so he can rest because he, this is your favorite thing. He's got unfinished business. Ah, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't know if I agree with that. It sounds to me. So his business 
was to mm-hmm. bury the gold. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was. That. Well, yeah, but it's to be, which he did very. I mean, yeah, clearly, extremely yeah. well. Yeah, is it maybe that he didn't write a note? Like he died before he wrote the note. He was like, you know, probably. What? I'll write the note afterwards. I'm not going to bother with writing the note now. <laughs> I'll write it after I'm done. And then he he digs the hole. He has a heart attack. He goes back. He lays down in the bed and dies the heart attack. I guess. Mm. And he's like, ah, you know what I forgot to do. I, I never wrote that note. I never did. You know, so he's probably like, hey, come here, come here, come here. Yeah. Do you have a pen? Do you have a pen? I need a pen. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, and they run away. And you can never write that damn note. Maybe, maybe. I mean, mm. I think it's implicit that when you're, when you're burying gold for the masters of the house, the idea is that then the gold should, should, should resurface at some point. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not like you don't bury a treasure. So it will be forever buried. Like someone's got to dig it up eventually. I, I think maybe that's just kind of implied in the, in the contract. I guess. I don't know. Or, 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 Ooh, how about this? Or it was implied that when they dig the gold back up, they split it with him. And so he's like, oh, he's like, that's good. Come dig it up. Cause I need my cut. Cause I need this. <laughs> I really need this. I haven't had any income in like 125 years. So hell is so expensive. <laughs> Inflation is crazy right now. I need this. Yeah, that's true. That's possible. There is no labor so, crunch in hell. We just like, we have, just, we have no money down there. So the Hen Phelan house is very haunted. Uh, currently it's closed down. It was purchased by some developers in 2020 who have not said what they're going to do with it. They said all options are on the table. Mm. Who knows what it might be, but, uh, apparently incredibly haunted. Lots of people, if you go online, you'll see lots of folks have said they have seen this ghost, um, trying to motion them over or motion them to a place in the yard. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people actually have spent a lot of time trying to figure out the clues of the ghost to try mm-hmm. to dig up the gold, which I don't, I don't know what the clues of the ghost means, but I mean, again, I finished this research like six minutes before this call. So. <laughs> I mean, it, it really, it really does sound like what, what was the one we did uh, uh, with, with resurrection Mary where like, mm-hmm. what if you just follow the ghost sometimes see where the ghost wants to go, you know? Yeah. Because that seems like that's probably, you know, the, the most helpful person here is probably going to be the ghost. It's the ghost for sure. And I think as we keep talking about this, like the one recurring theme is it's always someone with um, unfinished business. Mm -hmm. Maybe just like follow them to their business. Yeah. The bell, Witch was different. She was just kind of like fucking with everybody. Yeah. But you know, most of them are like, Hey, can you just help me with this thing, please? Mm -hmm. I I just, I just want to sleep. I'm so tired. I just want to just die. I just want to rest. Please dig up this $10 million in gold so I can finally rest and also give me 5 million of the of the gold because I need to pay yeah, some I bills. I would split it. I would split it. Ah, with the ghost maybe sure. ah, maybe sixty forty. You know, I don't know. I mean, it's what did I he don't do? No, well, it's like well, he's put a lot of time into this. He's got the man hours. Mm. So anyway, in a couple of weeks from the listening of this podcast, uh, you and I will be in Memphis, and we could. I'm not saying we should necessarily, but if mm. we've got some time to kill, and I think we will, we could go over and dig up the yard and see if we can find a chest full of gold. I'll bring a shovel. Great. This does mean we can't go to West Memphis and the, the dog track. Is that okay? The dog track is, uh, I think the dog track closed yet. I don't think it's, I, I think it's, it's going to close in a couple months here. So, yeah. so we should, mm, okay. Dog track this time. Gold next time. Or, 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 here we go. Get the dogs to dig up the gold. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are they going to be doing okay. with those dogs in a few weeks here? You know? 
So just basically yeah. bring a whole. What is it? What, what is a, a pack of dogs? I almost said herd of dogs. It's bring a, a whole. It's pa- a, bring a whole pack of dogs. It's a, over. it's a woof of dogs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bring the whole woof of dogs over and just t- let them start digging. Or we go mm-hmm. dig up the gold and we go back mm-hmm. and we bet it on the doggies and we double it. I'm sure the West Memphis dog track has enough money to cover $10 million in gold (laughs) put on some poor fucking dog. (laughs) Oh boy. Anyway, that's the story of the, uh, the hunt failing house. Excellent. Thank you so much for listening to Is This a Ghost? If you are enjoying this, please tell everyone you know. And also, please take a second to to rate and review wherever you download your podcast because that's going to help us so much. And we're having a lot of fun, and I hope you are too. And you can help us continue to have more fun for a longer time if you do those things. So tell the world if if you're not busy. I know you're, you're probably busy, but if you're not busy, you could tell the world. That would be awesome. Thank you.